Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Happy Monday, Edwin. Happy Monday, Andrew. And welcome to season four of Text Talk. Season four. That's right, episode one, and we are coming in hot. We are talking about the Psalms for season four, aren't we? We are getting back to the Psalms, so our faithful listeners who have been with us now for three whole seasons kicking into season four, right. will remember that in season two, we talked about Psalms. Mm-hmm. We did. And we just decided to start with Psalm one, read a Psalm a week, talk about it five times a week, learn all kinds of stuff. And that meant we made it through 53 Psalms. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. So we're going to kick off with Psalm sif- <laughs> Psalm 54, Psalm, Psalm 54, Psalm right 54. here today. And we're going to Just keep moving along this year to Psalm 105. Real quick, I just want all the uh, listeners to know that uh, the text talk is tied into the Bible reading program that we have going on at Livingston. And we've got a new feature, a new approach to this year's Bible reading plan that we are calling the Paths, Paths of Righteousness. Yes. And the word paths becomes an acrostic. Yes, it does. I will admit that I got this idea from Mark Roberts. Really appreciate his work and his passion for Bible reading and leading a congregation in Bible reading. I I think we have to say hat tip. Mark Roberts. Hat tip, Mark Roberts. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So the idea is using this as an acrostic, the word paths, to just each day remind us of some things to think about. And we're going to be using that on the weekdays. So Sunday is going to be kind of a be introduced to your psalm, read it, Mm -hmm. meditate on it. Saturday will be kind of a wrap up. Are there any days that we missed? But Monday through Friday, with the reading, we're encouraging all of our brothers and sisters in the Livingston Avenue congregation to read the psalm every day with a different intent in mind. So paths. P is for Monday. We're going to focus on praise. Read mm-hmm. the psalm and meditate on what you gain from the psalm about yeah, praise. We'll do that here in just a moment. And we're yes, absolutely for today. Tuesday, admonition. Mm-hmm. A, admonition. Wednesday, T, trust. Trust. Thursday, H, hope. Mm-hmm. And Friday, S, share. Something to share. So each day, Monday through Friday, we're going to read the psalm again and meditate on these different aspects of it. Now, as far as here on Text Talk, we're not going to use that as our guide every week for what we're going to talk about every day, but I really thought it would be good this week as Mm -hmm. we're kicking off this new year of Bible reading and this, this new approach that we might set the stage by this week, you and I just talking about those five things each day of this week. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea. I'm really excited about the approach. So today... Today would be Psalm 54 then. Psalm 54. Reading it with an eye to praise. With an eye praise for praise. God. Meditation on praise. So I'm going to read Psalm 54. Here's the other cool thing we get to get back to. Oh, what's that? We're going to go back to reading the entire Psalms. And uh-huh. if they get really super long, we won't be able to do it. But go back to reading the entire Psalm every day, but from different translations. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I'm going to kick off today with the English Standard Version. And Psalm 54 has a heading to the choir master with stringed instruments, a masculine of David, when the Ziphites went and told Saul, is not David hiding among us? O God, save me by your name and vindicate me by your might. O God, hear my prayer. Give ear to the words of my mouth. For strangers have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. They do not set God before themselves. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. He will return the evil to my enemies. In your faithfulness, put an end to them. 
with a free will offering I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good, for he has delivered me from every trouble, and my eye has looked in triumph on my enemies. So as I read this, it uh, comes across as a prayer, uh, a supplication for deliverance. Of course, it is poetry and it is a song. Yes. But it's heavy on requests. We'll just say it that way. <laughs> a little bit of deliverance here. Yeah. And and it's a difficult situation. And so I you know, I don't know the best the best way kind of to, to dive into this. I, I like the headings. I like to explore the headings uh, when we're given this kind of information about the people of Ziph uh, going and, and telling King Saul, is David not hiding among us or with us? Which they did twice. Okay. They, they actually did that twice. You find it in 1 Samuel 23, verse 19, and then also in 1 Samuel 26, I think uh, toward the beginning of the chapter. That that happened twice they went to Saul and okay. did that. All right. So uh, where I was going with that, though, is this idea of, of betrayal, mm. that David might think he is safe, or at least with the people who would be agreeable to his being around. Well, especially since these people are in the tribe of Judah. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. wandering around in the wildernesses of, of the Judean tribal allotment. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you would think they would be devoted to him instead of the Benjamite King Saul, especially since we learned from Abigail that it's not like it's, it's not like it's unknown that David has actually been chosen to be God's king. Abigail knew it. Abigail. No, that's a great point. And uh, again, uh, with the Abigail account that David had been acting properly towards all these people. He wasn't being some type of tyrant warlord that they would all live in fear around them. He's been a very good neighbor, and he's even been protecting them from some of the enemies like the Philistines. Absolutely. we The story about Abigail and Nabal actually happens in between these two events mm-hmm. where the Ziphites come and say this to Saul. We have that story where David has been protecting Nabal, and he acts like a fool. Right. Prior to that, he actually David actually delivers the city of Kela, Kela. I'm not sure yeah. how to pronounce it, which is kind of in this exact area. It's showing what David is doing while he's there. Mm-hmm. He's not destroying towns. He's not looting and pillaging. He's protecting and preserving, and yet... Just like Nabal behaved the fool, these Ziphites are behaving the fool. Yeah. In fact, the city of Kela, uh, David knew Saul was coming after him, and he actually even praised to God. Are, are, are these inhabitants, are they going to deliver me over? Yeah, they're going to yeah, deliver you he over. he told you, them that. You, you, need to, you need to get out of Kela. Right. Maybe that was the, the ancient version of get out of Dodge. You need to get out. Get, get out, out of Kela. And so he did. And then we have this issue where the Ziphites go and tell Saul where he is and roughly where it's about. And, and David has an opportunity to kill him, kill Saul, and doesn't. Yes, yes. And then we have the Nabal-Abigail thing. And then he's wandering around again, and the Ziphites do it again. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. David has an opportunity to kill Saul, and he doesn't. That's where uh, this psalm is placed in, in all of that, yes. that history and that event. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. And so here is David needing deliverance from the Lord. We see that his prayer was answered by the Lord quite directly with revelation that, yes, these people of Kayla, you cannot trust them. You have to get out of here. Uh, And now with the Ziphites, it seems to be uh, a tad more providential in God's deliverance of him, these things, that we have these episodes now where, uh, you know, uh, David and his men are on one side of a mountain. Saul and his guys are on another side of a mountain and, and all such as this. But God is delivering him and David is trusting in God. Before we talk about praise from this psalm, should we go ahead and talk a little bit about the headings? I know we talked about that 
back in season two. Sure. It's been well, a while. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. So here's this heading, and folks have different feelings about the headings, Andrew. You probably remember this, but I just want to say it out loud for everyone new to these conversations. Uh, we're not quite sure where some of these headings come from. You know, I know in our right. modern Bibles, a lot of our translators and interpreters will add headings to help us understand what a section is supposed yeah, to be capture about, a thought. capture a thought, and we recognize those are not inspired. Mm-hmm. We are not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. Are these headings that come with the Psalms, and I'm not talking about, so like my ESV has above the Psalm, the Lord upholds my life. I know that's from the Crossway publishers that have right. given kind of a heading to the Psalm, and what they're doing with that is saying, as you read this, think about the Lord upholding his life. Then we have the the heading that's actually in the manuscripts to the choir master yes. with stringed instruments, a mascal of David, when the Ziphites went and told Saul, is not David hiding among us? We are not quite sure when those got added, if they are original with the Psalms, mm-hmm. if they got added by a later editor, mm-hmm. or if, if it's something something else along those lines. One of the things that I often try to point out is that in Psalm 18, it comes with a heading. Okay. And in 1 Samuel 22, where Psalm 18 is reproduced, guess what it includes? The heading? It includes that exact heading. Okay, we, we're not, we don't have time to go through that this morning. I just wanted to, I say this morning, while you and I are talking this morning. Yeah. But you know, for, for anyone who's wanting to take a look at that, I think that's an important thing to consider, that when, when it was re- recorded in Samuel... They included the heading. The as heading part is included of it. in it. Yeah. I guess that doesn't mean that's true for every psalm in its heading, but at the very least, I really like this. I, my brother Jared Saltz pointed out that if it's not original, at the very least, what we have is the earliest commentary of students of the psalm saying, "This is how you need to think about this." Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the the earliest commentary on Psalm fifty four, at the very least, if not actually a part of the original is think about this in terms of David when he's being betrayed by the Ziphites. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. a good way for us, to, for us to handle that. I think that's very helpful to us. And so with a little bit of setting and what's going on in David's uh, life at this time, and we, we'll, we'll circle back into that a few more times, I think, this week, let's look at this psalm with an eye to praise. What do we find here where David is praising God? or How, how does this move us to praise God? Is that the idea? Sure. For yeah. me, when I meditate on this psalm regarding praise, I see a kind of inclusio. I'm sure you do. I know. <laughs> it's not quite at the very end, but at the very beginning of the psalm, we have, Oh God, save me by your name. Uh-huh. And then when we get to verse 6, again, it's not the last verse, I get it, but no, right there I... at the end, with a free will offering I will sacrifice to you, I will give thanks to your name. Mm-hmm. And here it actually has the covenant name, O Yahweh, for it is good. And this concept of name, I remember as we were going from Psalms 1 through 53, we saw this idea of the name again and again and again. And it takes me back to Exodus 34, verses 5 and 6, where we have the name of mm-hmm. God extolled. You know, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, right? extending love, loyal love and faithfulness to thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, uh, but brings the iniquities on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Notice in verse five, mm-hmm. he will return the evil to my enemies in your faithfulness. Yep. Put an end to them. That's, that's in the name. 
steadfast love, loyal love, and faithfulness. We're, we're seeing a praise to God's name. Why wouldn't you turn to God for deliverance? That's who he is. I think you're absolutely right, and that's what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> well. No, uh, I, yeah, I, I picked up on that connection there from name to name, and, uh, and it is a good name because it is faithful and true. Uh, so we can praise God for his name and for his faithfulness, for his word of truth. Uh, one other thing I saw there. Yeah, go uh, for it. Let's get to your reason to praise. Uh, I, I draw from uh, verse five. He will repay my enemies for their evil. Mm. And while we emphasize in his uh, faithfulness at the end of verse five, at the end of that couplet, the idea that he repays the enemies. Um, I think that's something to praise God for, uh, to remember that uh, when we suffer wrongs, and again, I think about David in this situation, this this is really betrayal. He's been given up by people he thought he could trust, uh, and, and how's he going to deal with that? He does not go and take revenge himself. He does not go down and hunt down these Ziphites. Uh, he allows God to handle them. He allows God to handle Saul as well. And um, that's that is laudable. That is praiseworthy. That God will do that. The ESV, He will return the evil to my enemies. This carries on a theme we've actually seen in other Psalms, where it's not just He's going to bring judgment on them, but the very evil yeah. that they are perpetrating is going to get turned back to them. I remember that from many Psalms. Yeah. The idea of the reversal and that the trap you set for God's righteous one will be the trap the trap you are ensnared in. This also ties in with God's name, I think, because there's that part of the name that we struggle with mm-hmm. where it's, you know, he's by no means going to clear the guilty. Right. We, we struggle with the, he forgives iniquity, transgression, and sin coupled with this. But I think here's a great example. Here's David. And we know David is one who does sin and God forgives him. Sure. But here's the statement of by no means clearing the guilty. Those who are going to persist in sin, who are going to hang on to their guilt, like Nabal does, like Saul does, mm-hmm. like these Ziphites are going to do, God does not clear that. And I think we see the contrast here between the one who is forgiven and those who are who, who run headlong into the judgment because they won't turn to God for forgiveness. So many good reasons to praise God, to give thanks to his name for his deliverance, for treating the enemies. Well, we want to hear what you're learning from the psalm, and particularly with this eye to praise. Send us your email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. And also go to the Facebook group. We're going to be having some comments about praise and admonition and tr- throughout the week okay. where folks can share what they're getting on those t- topics there. So remember to do that. Let us pray. Our great God and Father, we praise your name. We see, Father, your faithfulness to David in very difficult circumstances and the the pain of betrayal and to be on the run. But God, you did deliver him. And he trusted you, Father, that you would do right with him and treat the enemies justly as well. God, we praise you for your justice. We praise you for your holy name. In your name, Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.